G'day and welcome to yet another edition of the Punting Monologue. Yeah, yeah, there's two of us, there's two of us. I'm Sonny and he's Benny, you're you. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, mate. Been a good week. We're back to Victoria this week. Mate, more importantly, don't worry about back to Victoria. We're back to victory. That was a hell of a race meet last Saturday. Now, you're not normally one to blow your own trumpet, so I'll get out the Benny Clifton brass band here. Let's start with your best. Your best bet was one of the greatest watches of all time. It jumped, it led, it ran, it won, and never looked like getting beaten. Prince of Boom. You would have enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. What I enjoyed before the race was how solid it was in the mm. market. It was completely off the map late, so that always gives you a bit of confidence. And after they went 300 metres, you're like, this is going to be hard to run down. So that was good to get the best bet up. There was a little bit of bad oh. luck throughout the day, though. So we You can know what, though? I mean, you had, you had four other tips that placed. Three of those were the bridesmaids. Three of those were the nearly rands, the seconds. Which, you know, hey, no harm in being Kowalski to the Kieran Perkins out there. It was nearly, you nearly didn't see me this week, mate. I was about to retire and go to Tahiti. It did seem like an almost day. I'll just roll through them. So race one, we back to right to party at Eagle Farm in the first. Tick. It was it was sold enough in the market. It just, I don't know, the the, the leader, Zuccaret, just got a soft enough lead that it gave a big kick. But um, it, it, it ran well. The horse I, back, I liked in the second was Gennady. And that was completely off the map and just beaten by mm. a horse who was... Also completely off the map with a big margin to third. So I think we um, we got that one right without getting a result. But um, Mate, that was the one where I was starting to look at the travel agent because that was coming in at pretty juicy odds and I thought it was every chance on the turn. Yeah, I mean, there were some deductions, but even on race morning, it was $12 into $6. So uh, we found the right one there. We just didn't get the win. Race five osmosis. This was one that I didn't... Yeah, after the race, I'm like, mm, would I have that bet again? Probably not. It was solid... It was okay in the market. It wasn't. It was. They were trying to uh, lay it on the on Betfair, so uh, there was plenty of opposition to it. It probably had every chance. It was a bit. It was probably the disappointing one of the ones we tipped. Then we're in the main race. Chain of Lightning. I was keen on with Shalo. Chain of Lightning led him up and um, ran a good race. Gave a big kick on the turn, but um, faded. Shalo was the one. It was just stuck in a weaving. Couldn't get a run. Probably should have won, but. They don't pay on that, but um, the last race, the last race was a, tr- a tricky one. I was really keen on this horse, Swiss Exile. It yeah. was soft in the market, though. Bit of a non-winner. Um, had a great run in behind him at the three hundred meter mark. It absolutely burst through, and you thought, "How far is this going to win by?" But it just slugged to the line, and I think that was the run of a horse who um, you'd never back again. Is it sort of flattering to deceive that? Because I feel like Swiss Exile. We've had a few like that where you think, "Oh, I'll give it one more go around," and it just teases us. Well, there, you know, there's a school of thought in racing. There's non-winners, which I don't always subscribe to. I think you know you've got to place the horse right. But I think this horse was placed really well on on Saturday and had the nice run, kicked clear, and if it couldn't get the job done, then it was, that was the last chance, and I think we move on from it now. You've stamped it. See you later. Your papers are stamped, Swiss Exile. So is this safe to say this is your this is Benny Clifton's spring, is it? The mid-year winter carnival? You're in peak form? Yeah, I don't like to think so, but we go to Flemington now. And it's, uh, and yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I tell you what, it is not an easy day, but um, we're going to be playing around no. at the bigger prices, so... We'll see if we can find a couple of winners. Fantastic. Well, let's see if we can't kick off the new financial year with some winners for everyone out there. Happy uh, end of financial year, guys. Is that a thing? (laughs) Probably not. All right, let's go straight out to Flemington, mate. What's it looking like? Yeah, so a little bit of sting out of the track at the moment. Soft five, it's a really good drying track. So 
Um, there's a little bit of rain about Friday and Saturday, but not too much. It, it might start on a soft fires. Depends if there's no forecast for wind, so maybe there'll be a little bit of juice out of it. Um, rail true. Um, I think they'll probably get off the fence as the day goes on, but there should be no excuses. No, we're not here for excuses, mate. We're here to go home with the prom queen. Let's get over to the first then in the anti-meridian at 11.50. Favourite at the moment is the top weight extreme spirit at 3.30. Yoronga songbird. Ah, the Brisbane River. Yoronga. Delightful. At 3.70. Mafia. You cannot get out once you back it at 4.50. Stellar Olympus at 5.50. Spring Eagle at 7. And we round out the field with Eugenius. At 13s. Um, yeah, I mean, this is tricky. You've got some Sydney form coming down with Extreme Spirit, Mafia, uh, had some Sydney form, has ran in Melbourne since, and uh, it's not bowling me over that form line. Then you go down to y- Yoronga Songbird, and um, very well bred, being a half the beauty generation. Uh, it won a jump out, but I'm not the best jump out watcher, but it looked okay. It was ridden out, but uh, good camp, and uh, there's no market support for it. But yeah, I don't know. This is way too tricky. I mean, if you if you can find the winner in this, you're a genius. So you're a you genius. Eww. Nah, we're up all night watching cricket, mate. Have a lie-in, and we'll start at race two. Let's head straight over there. It's over 1,400. Race two, our favourite is Pacific Ruby at about 270 at the minute. Then, is it Sione, the top weight? Yep. Shoot it back myself. Shoot it back myself. I'm gun-shy after last week's pronunciations. Sione at 420, Dazzling Lucy at 650, and then it's double figures after that, mate. Are we starting yet? Yeah, this is a, this is a good little race. It probably lacks a little bit of depth, but that, that suits us just fine. The horse I want to back is Pacific Ruby. It was... Um, an interesting run last night. It was first up, and probably at the two 200-meter mark, you think this is not this is just going to be a run. But the last 50 meters, it just really surged to the line. Time was fine. Really good fitness improvement on that. Barrier one, they've got some options. There's not a lot of speed in the race, so I think they'll push forward. And I just think it's got plenty of improvement in it. It's a horse with a lot of scope. And compared to Sione, who's been up a long time, it's probably at, it's been at his peak fitness for a couple of runs. So, um, yeah, Pacific Ruby for me. Sione, I can understand if you like it, but I thought it had favours last start, had um, everything go its way. And I just think, as I mentioned, Pacific, Pacific Ruby has a little bit more scope than Sione. So I think that's enough for me. And, um, yeah, $2.70 at the moment. It, it doesn't look like it's, it's going to start any shorter than that. So um, if you do like it, I'd be uh, waiting closer to... Uh, jump time and you might get a better price about it fantastic keep your powder dry punters and then let's head over to race three over the mile and it's the taj rossi final and this is a racing one according to the bookmakers Stepati has got all the bells and whistles out at about a buck fifty and uh i'll let you run through the field mate because it seems like it's already been running one yeah it probably has i mean Stepati, geez to the eye it was so impressive last start it didn't rate that well on the clock but there was a little bit of wind around uh, last start which could have affected that so there's probably a chance here that given all the syndicates base all their their algorithms and that on time that this may drift a little bit but you know i'm not re- re- um ready to get involved in a horse uh like this at this price but nice horse on the up probably the winner but uh, a race where i think we can uh, as you would say keep our powder dry 
Get the powder dry, shoulder arms, let it go through to the keeper. More cliches than you can poke a stick at. Race four, put the kettle on. It's over 2,600 metres. The Banjo Patterson. All right, get strumming. Uh, he wasn't a banjo player. <laughs> T-Waters at 4.40 is your favourite. Irish Butterfly at 4.80. Pretty tight field, this one's like a tough race. Rolls at 5 bucks. Port Guilami. Mm. I hope no one from that side of the world is listening because I've mispronounced that. That's at 5.50. Mimi's Award at 9 bucks, and it's double figures after that. This looks very difficult, mate. Yeah, it is. It, these races can be difficult, particularly when all their form lines line up. So they've been racing against each other at their last few starts. So what I went looking for was sort of the preparation, the build-up to the race and who had the best platform to run this 2,600 metres. And I landed on Irish Butterfly. I just thought, last start it ran really well. But what I love is it's had a... It was off six weeks from that run at Sandown. Then it's had a jumps trial in between. So it's going to be a really... I just like that preparation. I think it's going to be rock-hard fit. Uh, and that's what you need to be for this 2,600 metres uh, race. So I think... It has the best sort of preparation leading into the race. But you have a look at, say, the favourite, for example, T Waters. It's probably got an okay setup. It went from 2000 to 2500 last start. Um, so it's probably ready to produce its peak. Pork Gilliam's probably got an okay setup. But a horse like Rolls was one that was 30 to 1 last start. Uh, ran really well, but you've been asked to take $5. So. Uh, Irish Butterfly was the one for me. It's got an SP edge over rolls from the Warnable Cup. And as I mentioned, I love the setup. So I just think you have a look at And you have, the other point about sort of Port Gilliam, as you, you might say, is that it was big odds as well last huh. start. So Irish Butterfly for me, not unbelievably confident, but confident enough to have something on it. Have a little bit of a play. Just have a think. What are you prepared to lose today, punters? Make sure you set yourself a deposit limit. You don't have to be betting in every single race. Irish butterfly sounds like it's part of some sort of dodgy Irish joke to me. I don't know why. It just sort of, you know, you hear about the Irish butterfly, it turned back into a caterpillar. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, race five, over 1,200 metres. Our favourite at the moment is Renosu at 3 bucks fifty. Extra two is at five dollars five fifty for cause for concern, as is Legio Ten, and then it's eleven to one for Tijuana. You been to Mexico, man? No, I haven't. Good chat, good chat. <laughs> All right, what do you like? Have here? you, mate? You would have thrived in those conditions. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I was among my people there, the barefoot and great unwashed. <laughs> haven't been on that side though. That's sort of more your uh, south of the border, evading the feds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, gorgeous place, gorgeous place, Mexico. Cheap. Good people, my kind of stuff. Let's go. Renosu's really well placed here under the, if you're a weights man under these set weights and penalties conditions, it should be given a lot more weight to some of these horses. So, And I think the races it's been running are, are, are a lot stronger than this. So I'm with Renosu. I thought it was solid last start. It didn't never look like winning the race, but kept fighting to the line, I think, up to 1,200 metres will suit. So I'm with Renosu. It's a nice horse who has proven itself down the straight. Of the rest... I couldn't be with extra two. It's drawn the inside. I don't, it just doesn't feel like the right form line to me. I think uh, it could be buried back on uh, the inside with a negative jockey change. Legio 10 was probably the horse that I thought was the biggest danger to Renosu in that not everything went well uh, right last start when it was completely off the map. Had to duck back to the inside, probably the inferior ground, and kept finding the line. It's a really nice horse. Two runs back have been really good. I just don't 
don't know where it's going to get from barrier two. It, it's another one who might be buried back uh, trying to find a run, whereas Renosu is going to be up on the speed and making all the running. So I'm with Renosu. Of course, the concern was the other horse in the market who's a chance, but it's come from a different form line. But I think um, the form line Renosu is coming through, and even Legio 10 is a bit stronger than it. So we're with Renosu. All right, we're in the action thick and fast today. Let's head over to race six. It's another one to whack that kettle on, Teamsters. It's over two and a half clicks. First Immortal, that'd be a lonely existence at $4.80. Wackamana at 5 bucks. My Brother's Keeper, no apostrophe. Come on, guys, at $6.50. Verifier at nine fifty, And Ain't He Grand with the apostrophe at 10 to 1. Yeah, I mean, this is a weak race. and They're not races I generally like to get involved in, but... Uh, this is what the point I was harping on in regards to preparation for this. So there's a lot of horses who are going to 2,500 for the first time. Some of them have a grounding. Some of them have got multiple runs of 2,000 metres. I'm not worried about that, but some don't. The horse I did think had the right grounding for it was Gorgeous Zara, number eight. You're looking at double-figure prices, $17 you can Whoa. get. They opened it up really short, and it sort of drifted out to probably its correct price at the moment. But this is a complete different form line. Had the run at 2,600 metres, which suits it. And I just think it'll get a nice run from barrier six. So I just think you don't have to have much on at that price. In a very limited race, I've gone with the horse with the best um, platform and setup uh, for this distance range. Wow, how good's that? And just remember out there, you do win some, but you do lose more. So you don't have to have much there. It's 17 to 1 and f- nearly 5 bucks the place at the minute. Thank your mother for the rabbits, as they say in the old parlance. Let's go to race 7 now. It's a bit shorter, over 1,200. Don't blink. You may miss it. Our favourite is Sigh at 3.40. How inspirational. It's our time. That's my omen, mate. I think it's our time for the Ashes in England. It's been over 20 years and we have got our foot on the throat it's our time at six bucks. Get on board. Pizarro at seven dollars. Nicolini Vito. Maybe stop doing the accents, man. At eleven to one. Zethus at twelve to one. Invincible Caviar at thirteen to one. I'm going to keep going down because there's more dodgy accents. Paldoro at sixteen to one. And I'll stop now before I get cancelled. What was your omen? It's our time. It's our time, mate. I've just got a feeling that. Pat Cummins is going to be lifting that little urn. I know I shouldn't be bringing cricket into racing, but all sports glorious. The sport of kings can go straight across the ditch. Ascot was just running one, and I tell you what, it's a hell of a time to be in England for anyone lucky enough to be over there because the good guys, it's our time. Do you do you want to know what my notes are on this horse? <laughs> it's going to be a glue factory, is it? Limited conveyance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't use big words when small ones will do. Just tell me it's shit. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it's a horse's, yeah, could probably win on its day, but I think... <laughs> Limited conveyance. I think there's a little bit okay. more in the race okay. than it's our time. Um, we'll see. Size a nice horse. I thought it was a good effort last start in a, in a decent race. I think this has got a little bit more depth. I'm just sort of, I'm going to go the two horse play as I tend to do, because I think size quite well found at that price. Paldoro is a horse who ran two really big figures for, uh, in its first two runs last campaign so I'm thinking you know it could do it again it's a bit of a spec bet but happy to have something on it and the other horse is Pizarro this is because it's coming from Sydney the Sydney form generally holds up in Melbourne and I just think it's a set play here third up it's got think about it form uh, four starts back and we know what sort of horse think about it has become so uh, I like the setup for Pizarro so I'm happy to back Pizarro and then there's yeah, something each way on Paldoro Crikey, I like the sound of that. Between the three of us, surely we're getting a winner there. Race eight's over the mile, mate. And don't tell me I've got any limited conveyance. Race eight, 
is, our favourite is Charterhouse at four bucks eighty at the minute. That seems to be coming in. Jimmy the Bear at six dollars. Unusual culture. That's Bazball at seven bucks. King Magnus at eight, and River Plate for the Argentinian football fans at twelve to one. This is a really tricky race. Have a listen to. Can you hear my dogs in the background going absolutely berserk? No. Nah. Okay. No, they must be onto something. Let's yeah, have I a look. Is there, any, is there an omen in here? Have we got anything? <laughs> Bullfinch. Sosie mm, nah, Bond. What are your dog's names? Uh, Monty and Jerry. Monty and Jerry. Nah, it's not getting us anything at the minute. That's a shame. It's a shame they're not called Flash Feeling at 46 there bucks. There must be a rabbit gun past the back window. Um, this is, I mean, you have a look at the, the shape of the market. That just shows how hard it is. Um, Charterhouse, I can understand. Um, it's an import who ran really well first up. Um, but it's going to be a long way back. Uh, I don't think they'll ride it any closer from Barrier 16, so probably a low percentage play. The horse I wanted to have on, and racing fans would probably laugh at me, Sosie Bon, I just want to have something on it. I thought it, <laughs> its last run its, <laughs> its last run at, Sandia, at Swan Hill was just okay. It was a drifter in the market. But I just thought this is a horse who's got figures... Figure's good enough to win this race on its day. It's 20 to 1 and in such an even race. Um, I think it's probably worth something each way. Something very, very little because that Foxy Freed or Form line from two starts back uh, would be good enough for this. So something very, very small on Sosi Bond. Just a couple of shekels. Have a think about what you're really gambling with out there. So you're saying if this horse race was run 20 times, Sosi Bond's getting up on one of those occasions? Um. No, what? No, that's not how it works. Where's the odds again? Is that how it would work? Twenty to one. It's a five percent. Yeah, five percent chance. Well, how many times is five race? in a hundred? Five. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, one one in twenty chance. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I missed. I missed. I, I missed your question. Would, yeah, oh. you missed a lot there, mate. That is, oh. uh, you're as sharp as a bowling ball, there, champion. <laughs> Let's go to the last here. Guys, maybe go the Oman this week. I don't think Benny's on the ball. So hungry. I'm oh, so hungry. Oh, diddums. All right. Well, chew you your me, You tied me in knots there with you just I hope wording not. it differently to how it's nor- normally worded. What? If they run 20 times, will it win once? Is that pretty difficult to understand? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's described in the... Oh, sorry, mate. I'll tell you what, though, mate. You've made me look stupid. You've just... I think you did a good job by yourself. I tell you what, (laughs) you've you've put the scares through a lot of our listeners, though, if that's tied you in knots. Because often you'll say that the race form guide's tied you in knots. And that was a very simple equation. Sunny Munn's timey knots. Yeah, you know you're in trouble if I've got the better of you mentally. it was the way you worded it. Yeah, mate. No, no, go back to the tape. way of wording. Oh, it was so difficult, the way I dumbed it down so a preschooler could understand. I'm just going to edit this out. Absolutely not. Let's go to the mile at the last here, mate. Hey, the mile's 1,600 metres, Benny. I'll explain it to you later. Our favourite is Golden Path <laughs> at 3 bucks seventy. Brung King, interesting, at $4.80. Hard to Cross is at seven fifty. Lounge Bar Ruby is at eight fifty. And Lethal Thoughts, crikey. Hope you're not a nurse, at 10 to 1. Yeah, I... This is tricky. I mean, I probably don't love the favourite Golden Path. It was a big drifter in betting last start. was beaten by a 25-1 to 1 shot. Um, didn't really have any figures first up either, so I'm against it. I'm not betting. Maybe the horse would be – well, the horse I'd back would be uh, Lounge Bar Ruby on the backup. But, yeah, tricky, tricky race on a tricky, tricky card. And I think we've got better bets earlier in the card, so we'll move on, I think. 
Yeah, beauty, mate. No dramas there. It seems like a very tough week, but there is loads of value about. So if one of these things lobs, we're fighting through the proverbial silk. Let me run through the card if I can, mate. Race one's too much of a tricky one, so we're going to hit the snooze button. Race two, you like the surge of its last run and you think it'll improve for the win. You're on Pacific Ruby. We're at the mile, race three. This thing's too short, but it probably will win, Spurdy. Race four, you like the prep of Irish Butterfly. Renosu in race five. You think that Legio 10's a possible threat, but not enough to turn you off, Renosu. Race six, it's a weak race, guys. The distance is a query here, but not for gorgeous Zara. It's got good grounding and very, very juicy odds. Race seven, the patented double horse play. You're on Pizarro and Paldoro, and despite its limited conveyance, I'm on It's Our Time. Race eight, if this podcast was recorded 20 times over, Benny would understand it. One out of those 20, so see Bon, have a couple of <laughs> coins on it at 20 to 1. And race 9, your shouldering arms in the last. I don't know what your best is going to be here, mate, because it seems like, I mean, I'm not going to say that they're all wishy-washy or anything. It just seems like a bit of a tough week. Yeah, it was a day where you couldn't really label, you know, one that you could just, just stands out, jumps yeah. off the page at you, but... Renosi was the one I set it off, uh, settled on because of just the, how well it is suited under the weight scale. Okay. Pacific Ruby was the other one I was thinking about, but yeah, they're probably my two main bets for the card. And okay. if you had to go for a best value, yeah, 50 cents each way on Sosie Bond in yep. race eight. Yep, beauty. All right, sensational, mate. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out on Saturday. I'll be seeing you on Saturday, mate, so I'll be able to needle you when It's Our Time gets up. But until then, enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend, and good luck, punters. Just set yourself that deposit limit. It is a very easy thing to do on the Mintbed app. Good luck, punters. See you, Sonny. See you, mate.